Ron. Ah, the time is 15.04 on the 18th of August, 2020. I have a cup of coffee. Do you? You guys are here on YouTube or Spotify or every other platform. Let me know how you got to this podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. The Instagram links as well as the other links are down below. And this is Connection. As you can see on YouTube, I'm not alone. And as you can see on Spotify as well, because you saw the thumbnail, you know that I'm not as crazy to be alone. Not today, at least. Well, thanks to Mo. Are you talking to me? There's no one else here. You must be talking to me. Well, that was an antique. Crap! I'm not crazy today, so I'm not alone. <laughs> we creating a connection today with the king of the Corona Compadres, Mo. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Corona compadres, you've heard it first, yeah, on Connect with Yeah, Storm. yeah, 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 uh, of, of course, of course, man, welcome, man. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you, you say you're drinking coffee, um, judging yeah. with today's lives, do you have a bit of dash in that coffee? Do you have, do you have a bit of a, are you having an Irish coffee? Uh, um, no, 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 last time I had Irish coffee, I was 16, and I know legal drinking age is 18, so I'm okay with saying that I was 16. Well, Not really. I, I'm 19, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Mo is 19 and he has a better beard than I've ever had in 29 years. <laughs> you see, this, I should be I should be more careful with people I get on because they're showing me up. Better hair, better beard. What's next? Better eyebrows? Hashtag unibrow. Uh, hashtag Yuri Brow, yeah. Uh, but uh, forget the eyebrows. No, no. The wipe the eyebrows, or eyebrows but I, I, I rate my lashes. I rate my lashes. Like in school, oh, I, I, okay. there, was, there, I, there was this chick and she was hot, but like ah, I wasn't into it. I used to just go and fuck with her every day and tell her that my eyelashes oh, are longer yeah, than hers. Yeah. And then we used to measure it. We used to measure it. We used to measure it in class. So um, one day, we said no tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see it we're gonna see it like we, we're gonna it's done we're gonna get somebody else to measure it this is tomorrow we're calling okay. it this she went okay. and she put mascara on all right she yeah. cheated and i was my eyelashes were still long so yeah <laughs> for what it counts eyelashes yeah that's my thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, so confirmed on the 18th of August in a lockdown, women can cheat. Moses confirmed. So don't, don't come to me and say you guys are honest. You guys and girls, everybody can cheat once upon a time. Because I know I've had ex-girlfriends before. Uh, yeah, shame. Um, you know what? <sighs> You know what? Yeah. You have said um, Storm has put the 
he said that Mo has confirmed women can cheat. But I want to say, Mo has confirmed nothing of the such. Just now, the fellow <laughs> Nazis are... <laughs> oh, okay, um, okay, but, uh, okay, okay. By the way, a feminist, for the sake of clarity, I want this to be very clear. A feminist and okay. a feminazi are not the same thing. Two very different oh. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when, when you're like me and you're just starting out, ah, keep your head low and your yeah. viewers are high. Uh, that's the... <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been around in this world for too long to care anymore. So he might have disclaimers. I don't. Um, yeah. Go, go cheat. So when did your connection with comedy begin? Or how did it begin? Sure. Okay. Um, I was 10. And I watched my very first comedy show. It wasn't live. It was just a comedy set. And I say this always when you ask for who's my influence. I'd always say Trevor Noah because the very first comedy show I've watched was Trey Walker 2. Just shows my age there. Um, Oh, no, 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 that's fine. You're a warlock. Who knows? You could be a warlock for 557 years old. (laughs) And you're pretending to everybody here on the podcast that you're 19. No, I'm 19. How does a 19-year-old get that beard? I still want to know. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, you have to be Indian, huh? and not any. You're gonna have to have some special caveman <laughs> Indian jeans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, this beard, I've actually been growing it for for three years. Three years, and I'm 29, yeah. and I have this people probably don't think I had puberty already with this beard. <laughs> and they might be right when I look at Mo. Uh, yeah, I, I think when it, I was 17, I hit second puberty. So uh... <laughs> Oh, second puberty. See, that's only what war, that's only things that warlocks have. Warlocks <laughs> and people would spell second puberty. Humans don't get that. I'm like I'm like cell, I have different forms. Uh, the, the, the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, man, you like sell. <sighs> so you as I was saying, you like, um, like freezer. Freezer, you get in a cell. Freezer, I was I was thinking freezer in my head, and I said sell. I was about to say golden <laughs> freezer. Realized I said sell. So I was just gonna roll yeah, with fine. it. But now golden <laughs> freezer. That's why we got the gold. Even as you can see, we got there the spring go. yes, style yes, of the, um, <laughs> the green and gold and all that. But anyway, getting yeah. back to your story that I keep cutting off. Ten years old. No. They walk. Yeah. So I fell in love. Huh? Um, I was always uh, proficient at, at public speaking, like speech contests. Yep. I was always confident, man. So uh, okay. always had a big mouth. I was about of a fuck with as a child. I'm sorry, can I swear? <laughs> um, no, no, it's fine. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Because, like, I swear a lot. No, <laughs> um, no but, it's fine. Go ahead. That's only a uh, second yes. of 10,000. Exactly, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then I had a school concert. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm, I want to do this. I want to do this. And yeah, I, I, I performed the set. Uh, I don't really count it because my dad wrote my jokes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But I still fucking say that, um, guys, I was thin, bro. I was thin, man. Um, but I killed it. 
I killed it. I killed it. The, the next day, my English teacher came to the class and she called me. Um, she talks in syllables. She still talks in syllables. She's the principal yeah. now. I don't know why she talks in syllables. Yeah. So she calls uh-huh. me, she says, she says, Muhammad, come <laughs> So I go there, I'm like, ma'am, what did I do? She you're always doing something, huh? Come here. <laughs> she took me to the grade seven class. And yeah. in front of the grade seven class, she's like, um, uh, go perform your set. Uh, guys, today he's going to teach you how to do public speaking. And I was in grade four. Oh, so I took oh. grade seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I was a kid, man. It, it happened. It was done. You know what I'm saying? It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Yeah. In high school, I got to high school, I got stout, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. When I was 16 again, uh, there was a concert as well, or a talent show, whatever it was, by my school, by my high school. And I said, all right, yep. sign me up for a set. So I did a five minutes, and I wrote it myself and everything. And I killed, bro, I killed, I killed, like... Uh, Okay. Uh, I fell in love on that stage, man. I fell, I fell, I fell in love with stand up there. Like right there, I fell in love while I was there. My school, and just just to put it into perspective, imagine you 16, storm, and you in front of your whole school, yeah. like 400 people, and they start chanting Trevor Mawa. Think as a 16 year old, how big oh, your head is. Yes, just, and especially with you, with this first special being Daywalker 2, and they call it Trevor Mawa. Exactly, well exactly. So you're taking a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and plus, standard function, my head's already too big for the room, and now they've done this, so I was, <laughs> I was flying. Man. From that day, I started to myself a stand-up comedian, and I, I, I committed to comedy. I knew this is what I want oh, yeah, to do with my life. That's important, that's um, important. You have to, you have to back yourself. In, of course, obviously, in the presence of real comedians, I I tell them straight up I'm aspiring, you know. But if you aren't a real comedian anywhere else, I'm I'm a stand-up comic, you know. And mm-hmm. so what I did was I come from a small town, so it's called uh, Zierest. It's in the northwest. Zierest, yes, 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 yes. Know. Do you know where Zierest? I know about Zierest, yes. I know about Zierest. Z-W-E-R-U-S-T. See, I was good yeah. in geography class, man. Oh, well, you're like the first person in the country to know where Zierest. <laughs> um, Thank you. But, Thank yeah, you. so Zierest, have, have, you, have you ever been to Zierest? Have you ever been to the Northwest? I forget Zierest. Have you ever been to the Northwest? To my memory, I've never been at my own house, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the it's the northwest is a rough place it's the, i call it the wild west because the yeah uh, it's not because the northwest is confused they're not sure if they're north or west that's why exactly. it's a rough place <laughs> exactly <laughs> but now in zeras it's like it's very small. It's it's very very small. By the time you say Zierest, like yeah. you're ready for the town. Uh, um, but <laughs> so there wasn't much opportunity for me in Zierest. So what I was doing to like carry on with my comedy. So now yeah, I am 16, and at 16 yeah. I knew at the time, which was profound. I knew at the time that 
with comedy, there's not much that sets comedians apart. Like we all basic, no matter what you're doing, we're all doing the same thing. We're coming, we're telling our story to make an audience laugh. That's what we, to make you guys laugh, all right? That's what we're doing. So I knew then and there what what edges I had was my 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 biggest advantage was I was 16. That that gives you credit already. You're getting brownie points already. You're 16. Um, I sort of yeah. lost a bit of that, but I'm still 19, and I still get a lot of brownie points for being 19. You know. Um, my second thing was. At least was, you're legal uh, now. They yeah, use those yeah. Brownie points. Uh, to be fair, you know, since I got my ID, I've never been able to use it. It, it pisses me off, man. It pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> pisses me off. Again, blame um, the hair, man. Blame the hair. I'm going to use the hashtag blame the hair for this. Blame the hair. Yeah. Blame, the, blame hair. the hair. Blame the hair. You heard it first. Um, yeah, so what I was doing, as I said, I, my second thing that I felt was my, my edge that set me apart was. Yeah. I was I was a hype man naturally innately like I could, oh, I, could okay. I could get a crowd. You need a toy toy. I'm your man. Uh, okay. I get people <laughs> moving. Um, but then the third thing was that um, I was always good at writing, like in school and stuff. I've always been a, a decent writer. Yeah. And then. My last thing, I can't even remember, what, what was the fourth thing? <laughs> oh, yes, the fourth <laughs> thing also, most important. I can speak English, Afrikaans, I'm fluent in Afrikaans, and I can speak a bit of Tswana. I can oh, speak well, enough well. Tswana. Yeah, I can well, speak well. enough Tswana to, to, like, bullshit you that I can speak Tswana. So I have okay, enough okay, Tswana for okay. you to believe I speak Tswana. So, like, oh, okay, okay. I that, that, that there, it really helps because now I'm Indian. There's no Indians who speak Tswana. There's not an Indian comedian who speaks oh, yeah, Tswana. Yeah. You know, specifically, Suhail Essa speaks um, Zulu. Muhammad Latif is the only comedian, Indian comedian who speaks Tswana. And that helps a lot, man. I feel like you get a, a lot of... Um, you see, if you say something in Tswana, even in Afrikaans, actually, but mo- mostly in Tswana, it doesn't even have to be that funny. It just has to be something. And because people are like, wow, they love you. You know, it's... It's almost cheating. It's almost cheating. So that, that was my that was my thing. So I didn't really perform after that because there's not much in Zeros. So what I was doing was I was just jumping on anything I could get. So okay. if there was a concert, it was basically school concerts. There's not many schools. So every time there was a school concert, I'd do my best to MC it, like to get the, the, that spot. So that's what I was doing. So I MC'd a couple of places. And then after a while, you know, you outgrow things, man. You outgrow. There's only so much you can get from a certain place, from a certain thing before you need... When you've reached the top of where you are, bear in mind, the stop is a very... It's like I'm talking about personally to my to myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about as comedy as... A, I mean, as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. Mo. Um, yeah. When I was 16 and I jumped on stage, when I said, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Then, then I became not only the best comedian in Zerus, the only comedian in Zerus, <laughs> but like I outgrew, um, I outgrew my town immediately. And of course, the stage time help that I got from these other gigs, I needed that, obviously. Um, so like that got me more comfortable. Um, and then yeah, last year I was like, nah, man, I've, I'll still do a gig in Zerus for for school. I'll still MC, no problem. 
any day. And you must know I'm doing this for free, Storm. Nobody's paying me. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this for free. Um, I'm begging you, basically. You know what? Let me MC your thing. You know, come now. I, and yeah, but I, I, like I said, there's only so far, I know in Zerus when it comes to what I'm doing, like I said, I'm the only comedian in Zerus. So I'm the best there. I know, and I've, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, it's almost destructive. You have to tread carefully with being so young, being 16 and knowing you're the best in your town, like knowing, like I was aware of it. I was also cocky, so that also played a part, but I knew. So that helped me in terms of my confidence, but it, it was frustrating because like I knew I can't learn anything more here. Like, do, do, you, do you get what I mean? There's, there's nothing more than my yeah, town yeah, can yeah, teach me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. And then last year, I, I was in matric and I, was, I went for the, I think it was the September holidays to Joburg and my grandparents stayed in Joburg. So Normally in Joburg, the reason I can't perform is because I'm there Friday, Saturday. And Friday and Saturday nights are, are now, it's your premium nights. You know what I'm saying? That's where, where people are, it's the weekend, you know? And all the open mics are from Sunday to Thursday. So just the nights when I'm there, it doesn't work. But I happened to be in Joburg for, for the whole holiday. And I had found out about a place called Poppies in Melville. And I went there. And I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was a spear lucky, you know? I thought, ah, I didn't think it was like, yeah. And I get there and firstly, I get out of the car. I see Eric Janssen. Firstly, I look inside and I'm seeing Emilio Tobias. I'm just seeing, I get inside the place. The whole Nation Wild is there, dude. Everybody Trevor had on Nation Wild is there. And more. So all of the big hitters, all of the big hitters from Joburg and also a few others, they're all there. So I was like, wow. And Prince runs a joint. So we got inside. You know, when you get somewhere and you're overwhelmed, you just have to take oh, a yeah, second yeah, and just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, look. So I get inside. The way this place is set up, it was like, so it's a, it's a, it's like a bistro sort of. So the restaurant's on this side and then this side is comedy. I entered by the restaurant. So I'm just looking. I didn't even go there. I just took a second to see and I'm looking at all of these comedians just you know like just absorbing the situation and my cousin she walks over to Dylan Oliphant right and I know she got no idea who Dylan Oliphant is and I can see she's talking to Dylan Oliphant like he's the waiter there and I'm like what is wrong with this bitch and I run quickly I get there I'm like Hello, Dylan. Now, what's happening? What's happening? Glory, glory, Man United. Fuck, Michael Owen. Do you know who you are speaking to? <laughs> Do you know, woman? <laughs> so anyway, um, Prince gave me a spot. And yeah, I, I did well. I did well. It was good. It was good. Um, I actually didn't even use um, a proper set. I don't know if you've heard the story, Storm, but um, what happened was I got so hungry being in Zeras, man. So, so bloody hungry. Yeah, so, so hungry in Zerest that I had a friend who used to work at a bar. He was a bartender. But David Kau used to work in the area and he used to bump into him, you know, sometimes. And he says, David's a cool dude. They, they, they chat, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, Mo, you a funny guy. Uh, make me, tell, voice note, note me some jokes. And I'll play it for 
for David the next time I see. Oh. So, so I did a five minutes. I did five minutes raw material. So it was some jokes that I had. I didn't set it out. I just did five minutes on a voice note. Addressed David Kau directly. And I don't think he's ever heard it. I don't think he ever will hear it. But I used that when I went to um, Poppy's. And it worked. It was because it was personal. It was all about me. And then I got a Sunday night Marvel Comedy Club. I spoke to Shandre Van Veek. He's like, yeah, come through. And so now I had a week. This was Monday. I got till Sunday. So I started writing. I wrote some stuff. And Sunday morning, I couldn't get out of bed. Like, I don't really talk about anxiety and, like, mental issues and stuff. That's not because it's personal to me. It's because I've never really experienced them. I have no um, point to talk on them from. Okay. I, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing in my perspective is it doesn't really matter to compare any experience to somebody else because somebody else is not experiencing that. That's why I don't. If somebody asks me for advice, and nobody did, but if somebody does ask me for advice, it won't work for them because they haven't experienced what I've experienced. So whatever you experience is valid. If it's anxiety, if you feel it's anxiety, then that's what it is. You just need to find a proper way to deal with it, as I'm sure you have. I agree with you on that regard, but what my way I differ with you is that I've, yeah. I, I feel like, of course, all of your feelings are valid, but I feel like people with things, it would be disrespectful to people who really have anxiety for me to come talk about what I assume was anxiety, which I experienced once. It was the only time I've ever, you know, you, you get your general, you get your general anxiety, you know, like, gen, like your general emotions as a human being, like happy, sad, anxious, but that's yeah. not, I don't, I don't, personally, I don't classify that as anxiety. Anxiety is like people who get anxiety attacks, you know? So, okay. I, I, could, I couldn't get out of the bed. Like, I just want to say, anxiety, what? How? How do you people even? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's horror. That thing's stuck. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I had a friend of mine. He phoned me. And only when I heard his voice, like, I got cheered up. I got pumped. Oh. Okay. Cool. Went to and it was an open mic night, and there was only three open micers. I was one of them. The rest okay. are all the ten men lineup. The rest are all seven, not just proper comedians, but like comedians that are yeah, you know, yeah. Um, okay. I get there. The first lady, she went up. The first open micer, she was alright. I went up second. From the word go, I bombed. From the word go, I bombed, bro. And at Melville, when you bomb. They hit the gong and they start playing the Undertaker music because you died on stage, bruh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I got done, bruh. That's how I got done. And then after that, I was second. Now it's only proper comedians. And yeah. first, Sandra and Emilio are the host. They start digging into me. Talent Olifant yeah. comes up. Everybody that's coming up is just clawing me. It's they're clawing at me. Um. So yeah, it was, that was cool. Also, <laughs> I say it's cool, but like, you need to understand, man. When I bombed for me for a small fry, Melville was a was a dream stage, and it was like only the second time I had ever really bombed in my in my career so far. Yeah. So I was distraught. I was like, yo, I was broken. But yeah. having having the comedian for me, 
having those comedians go after it and start roasting me, that actually helped me. I can understand for some people that would like, you know, break them. But for me, that like took, took the pressure off, you know, that yeah. they're making a joke out of it as well. So, yeah. yeah, they just target me. It was like the first time in five years that I got Guarat. It was amazing. It was amazing. So the next night I went to um, Poppy's again and just to like, you know, just so the Tuesday I was leaving. So just to like, so I don't end off on a bomb, man. So uh, yeah. I went yeah. there. Yeah, but I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot because like I said, now I went to a proper comedy establishment, so proper comedians. Yeah. And yeah. they were giving me advice and, you know, they really took me under their wing. They, they really, although I feel like they, they knew, I feel like Chandra knew I was going to bomb. At Melbourne, I'm telling you, I got set up there. They put me up first. I was like, yeah, this guy, this guy knew, this guy knew. But as a, all of the comedians, everyone, everyone, there was not a single comedian there that didn't treat me well and take me in. And as I said, then I already had the beard. Only when I got on the stage do they find out I'm, I'm 18, you know? Only when I get oh, on the stage okay. do they find out I'm 18. So even before that, before that, I was already getting... um. I just want to say this, man. Like, in general, I feel like comedian, for me, in my experience, so far, I've never met a comedian that hasn't had time for me. Like, the, I'll tell you a story. Um, when Corona landed in the country, the same day, I had landed in Durban. And Mpo Pops was on my flight. He was flying oh, okay. economy, just like the rest of us. Uh, and okay. he was sitting, like, in front of me. But now... I didn't want to disturb you. You're on a flight, man. You know, sometimes people need to think yeah. also, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I let yeah, it really, yeah, yeah, I waited yeah. for the flight and I tailed him sort of. We got our bags and everything. I waited for Mpo to get his bags and then I went to him. Oh, yeah, Mpo, let's take ourselves. He's like away. And after that, I, I told him I'm an aspiring comedian. And I swear, every time I've used this word aspiring to a comedian, immediately they have time for me. Literally, Mpo was walking away. When I said aspiring comedian, he stopped. He stopped. He, he started talking. Oh, really, man? Okay, what's up? He started, he told me about, the, at the time, a new place had just opened. I think David Kau had something in uh, uh, in Monte on a Wednesday or something. Some new thing opened. He's like, dude, come to Joe. Next time you're in Joe, come there, man. Come there. We'll give you a stage, man. You know? So I just okay. wanted to say that because for me, in my experience, like com- comedians have always had um, time for me. But... Yeah. Having said that, that, after that, I stopped, you know, like, till now, there's nothing for me in Zeros. And then now with this lockdown, yeah. also, I didn't do yeah. anything until I started the show. Until I started the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so... I, was, I was like, I cannot start this because now everybody is in Zeros, you know. Yeah. All of you, even you, Storm, you, we're all on, in Zeros together. Like, all now on your couch. All on your couch. Exactly. I said, now I don't have an excuse. And here we are. Yeah. Which it goes nicely on to the next point. I'll save the other questions for later. Instagram Live. Uh, first time I noticed your Instagram Live is with Keith Mukram. Yeah. And that is a week ago. And a week later, we're here doing the podcast. See, we're doing things. <laughs> thank you. So thank you when... for inviting me. I can't remember if I said this on air. I want this to be for everybody. I appreciate this, Tom, really. Um, thank you for coming on. Man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it's 
comedy is more than one person. So yeah, yeah. Back to your Instagram live. Uh, when you got the idea, when did it actually get to you that okay, this is not only an idea. I'm gonna make this a reality. Okay, so um, you see, you came when Keith came, right? By the time yeah. Keith was on the show, yeah. that, was, that, that was like two, two and a half weeks of the show. Um, oh, by the okay. time Keith, okay. yeah, we, by the time Keith came, like I would say, my show it was already prof, like it was, it was professional, like you know, we, we knew oh, that, that okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. knew what the show was. But yeah. how I st- I started only like a, a week and a half before that, man, like two weeks before. It's like about a month now. Um, okay. What happened was. You asked the idea, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to be mythical like a warlock. <laughs> but I didn't really have any idea. Um, I was watching, I've seen the comedians doing their lives. I didn't know about Mario and laughter and lockdown. I found that out after I started. But I was seeing other comedians who, who have been doing this, you know, who I follow. So I went to Chandra Van Vake's live, and I was watching. And I just started talking to him. I was like, okay, so what a comedian. As a comedian, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? He's like, listen, yeah, man, we're all just doing, you know? There's not much we can do. We're just doing this live thing. Um, so I'm like, any advice, you know? Basically, what Chandra and all the other comedians told me was the same thing. They were like, you know what? We don't know also. We're also figuring it out. Just Tala. Basically, that's what yeah, they said. Just yeah, do yeah. it. Nobody knows. Just do it. And I was like, all right, shot. I'm doing this. The next day, I did a live video. I'd never done a live video in my life. Like, but think, think about it. Stuff. I know I'm a young guy, I'm, you know, with social media and stuff. But I thought like, before Corona, for me, a live video was a tough. Because effectively, this is a video call between A and B. Now we got C all the way to Z and all of their friends watching us. What the hell's the point, man? This is absurd. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. And I was like, all right, let's do this live video. So I did a live um, the next day. And I was just talking to people who follow me, man. I, I, I had already quite a bit of followers just because well, I'm young, you know. Uh, okay, yeah. I, so I was already established on Instagram. And I was just, I did like maybe about 25 minutes just talking to people, just to familiarize with myself with the concept. The next day I launched my pilot. The very next day I launched oh, my pilot. Okay, well done. With no ideas, with no ideas of what I was gonna do, stuff. This, the show wasn't even supposed to be a show. It was supposed to be um a mechanism mechanism for me to talk to my viewers, and I was gonna just do cuts. I was gonna do cuts. This was just basically me asking them, "What do you want to see, guys? What do you want me to do?" Because there's so many things out there. Um, like, like tell me, tell me, and I'll do it. And I did the first show, and on the first show, on the fly, I was alone for like the first half an hour, yeah. just talking. Somehow the video stayed. That that yeah. I didn't expect the viewership that I got. Like I didn't yeah, think yeah. I was gonna get. Even now, I'm shocked. I still don't yeah. understand why. You know, but back then, especially when it was just me, and I had like mm-hmm. more than a hundred guys on that live, so I was just talking, and that's when the themes were born. I had nothing to say. So I started rhyming like Muhammad Ali, um, you know, like how Ali used to, how Ali used to speak, like um, yeah, with yeah, his poetic. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I started doing that. I was just going. I'm, I'm the greatest because I was in the spot. I was nervous. I didn't know what to do. 
And that's mm. where the themes came from. So mm. a lot of things for me just fell into place. Uh, that was the first episode. I didn't know what I was doing. The second episode, uh, I had this chick from Mafeking. Her name is Kulsum Suleiman. Shout out to Kulsum. She's a micro-influencer. So she has like 8,000 followers. And so I asked her, well, will you come on my show? You know, there's n- nothing for you yeah. to gain from this. Everything for yeah. me to gain. But come, it be fun. Yeah. And she accepted. And we did it. And it was amazing. I had like, till now it's my highest viewership. I had 450 live views, like live, you know, on live. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Yeah. So that was good. They, they got me a lot of followers. Like, you know, it started getting attention. And yeah. then uh, there's a comedian by the name of Angel Gabriel Uzoko. He's the Nigerian mm. comedian. He's in South Africa. He's also mm. quite famous. He has 6,000 followers. He's established completely. He came on the show. And mm. there was a, he was the first comedian to come. So that was cool. And then after that, I... I found laughter on lockdown and I, I saw like, you know, there's so many comedians in South Africa, man. There's so yep. many. So I was following the guys that I was seeing on the show and inviting them. Like I was just asking. And that's how it happened. In, inevitably, we found structure. Like, yeah. you know, the, the show found structure. I didn't yeah. know what I was going to do initially. I was going to do it every day. And then I did three days, four days. And then I realized how hard is it to do this every day. Um, yeah. But now we, we do Monday to Friday at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's been good, man. Uh, I think another point that I want to add, because I'm sure everybody wants to know this, and like I said, another storm exclusive. Um, the word <laughs> Corona Compadres. I, I, I've noticed uh, Corona Compadres started to trend, but like even people are using it like without me. They're saying Corona Compadres to their friends. So I, I think um, if Storm were to ask me, how did Corona Compadres begin? Let me tell you. Yeah, Storm. I'm asking you now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so <laughs> Corona Compadres, the th- it wasn't, I didn't create it for the show, actually. I, okay. As soon as Corona came, as soon as when Corona hit, not South Africa, when it came to the world, like yeah. February, I was yeah. every time I see people, I was seeing people, Brasa or whoever, I was like, what is Corona compadres? Awe Corona compadres. So it was just something mm-hmm. I was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said it by mistake on one on my live, like on the very first one. And I was like, shit, you know what? That's, that's a slogan. That's a, yeah, that's yeah, a slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like something. That's going to like remember, like, you know how chucked I was when, when Storm said, King of the Corona Compadres. I was like, you see, this Corona Compadre line has worked. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's basically how the show started, man. From no idea. I had no idea. And I figure that the comedians at the moment um, are more than willing to come on the show. Because yeah. not only out of the goodness of their hearts, which also, of course, but they, they're doing nothing. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how it happened, man. That's how Sit Down Comedy began. Sit Down Comedy runs from 9 p.m. every Monday to Friday, 9 p.m. For an hour, obviously, because Instagram only gives us an hour. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's overtime. Sometimes. Or considering we're in South Africa and we watch football, extra time in Instagram. It's 
puts it that way sometimes. Instagram. Just do another live afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is extra time. That is extra time. That's Although, but um, I've actually never done that though. I've never done that. Okay, um, cool. And for oh. me, um, my... Kudos to you, to your commitment to like your discipline to sticking to an hour. Um, yeah, you see, so from the start, I think I was professional in terms of like how I did it. And that was my thing. I, 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 even my friends were like, you know, they gave me kudos as well. They were like, dude, we, we saw you doing this thing. We never, we thought you were just fucking around, you're screwing about talking to people. Yeah, you got comedians. I'm like, no, man, this is a serious thing. Like, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a platform. The show itself is really chilled out, but the concept of it, I take it seriously, you know? And professionalism helps, Tom. You know, people need to trust you. And I mm-hmm. won't lie. Uh, uh, the person who's advised me greatly with this is uh, Mario Campbell. He's never yeah. been on the show. He's never been on the show. Like my first week, I, just, I asked him to be on the show. But Mario's busy. You know, Mario's doing a lot of things. So he didn't yeah. say he'll come on the show. Instead, he like sent me the blueprint of comedy lives. He like, he doesn't know me. Get this. He doesn't know me from a slice of bread. I just said Hello. And he's like, okay, what's he? We started talking. He's like, okay, you're doing this. You're doing that. All right, yeah. This, he gave me the blue. Basically, guys, to put it in perspective for all the dogs out there, you hit up a chick in the DMs and you say, hey, and she replies with nudes. That's basically what happened. That's, that's what happened. So, um, <laughs> he, um, he, the, uh, yeah, exactly. So um, Mario really instilled like what he emphasized with me is like your viewers must trust you, and that's why I won't go over um, over the hour. Like yeah. like I I almost did it with Keith, but like I won't go yeah. over the hour now solely because now I've created an expectation. Like people know it's nine to ten p.m. I it's yeah. not fair for me to come and throw it out, and this is also by by by. I'm a very lazy guy, Tom. I lack discipline in everything I do in my life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. That is my trade. Uh, it's but surprising it considering to, what you've done in 10 years. The, in 10 years? Wow. I don't know if you can... I, I haven't even thought of it like that. Uh, but when it comes to comedy, I don't think it's a good representation of my work ethic because when it comes to this comedy thing, man, I'm on, bro. I'm on. I'm going to tell her even with the show, I'm working hard. Like, of course, I feel like, yeah, I could work harder, but, like, I'm working hard already. Like, and because of the way I set it up with a 9 to 10, you know, sometimes, Storm, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today, you know? I don't, I'm not less for this, you know? By putting this 9 p.m. thing, it's like discipline to say, no matter what, hello, high water, 9 p.m. is game time, you know? 9 p.m. Yeah, 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 is game time. I'm Ronaldo, I have to come do this. And it, yeah. I don't I love my show. I, I honestly have fun. Like, the live thing, yeah. it quickly became fun. It quickly became fun. Um, It's obviously much easier than stand-up. I want, I want to say that <laughs> so nobody gets, because I feel like people who have never done stand-up think stand-up is easy. Like, I, I, I noticed that. They, they, oh, you're telling jokes, I'm also funny. Yeah, by your friends, you're funny. By your friends, you're funny. Partly why I, I was very, yeah. I was very funny when I was 16. 
Like I made 500 people laugh when I was 16 the very first time. But these are all my school learners, man. So there's inside jokes. Inside jokes for me is the easiest uh, yeah, joke yeah, to yeah, make. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when there's an inside joke, anybody can be funny. It's not hard. But when you are, when there's 50 people, you have not even, it doesn't even matter. Don't think of the number. Even just one person, two people who you've never even, you don't know. You don't know where they're from. You don't know what's their point of reference. You don't know how they were raised. You don't know where they come from. And now go make them laugh. I want to see somebody tell me that's easy. Even comedians that are, have been killing it for years, for like for 30 years, wherever they are, they'll tell you comedy is not, it's not easy, man. Um, for, oh, yeah. for the viewers there, I don't know, I have an analogy of how I would describe comedy. For me, stand-up comedy, it's like bungee jumping. Uh, only the chord is a laugh, but you don't know if you're going to get this laugh. You just have to go all Assassin's Creed and take a leap of faith. You might fall and splatter <laughs> or it will come back. But oh, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you yeah. just have to jump. You just have to jump. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in processing your comedy, right? Like before you get to these Instagram lives now, like before we had comedy gigs to go up on stage. Now... In that 10, five minutes before you do anything, do you have to hype yourself up or do you have to calm yourself down? Um, okay. Uh, well, well, in terms of stage, with the stage, actually, with in the stage, it's anything. more. In terms of anything. Um, with the comedy, I always hype myself up before. Um, obviously, okay. when I'm going on stage, I hype myself even more. Okay. Uh, basically, before I get on stage, I'm reminding, I'm, I'm in my head. I am the best, and I believe it, and I'm the greatest. And then yeah. just you know, and if you don't believe it, nobody will stop. You have to believe yeah. it, bro. How can you expect yeah. somebody else to believe it if you yourself don't believe it? Yeah. So yeah. I just hype myself up, man. Uh yeah. yeah, and that's with the show as well. I also, I I've gotten a bit used to it from doing it. Uh, I've got some experience with it. I don't really have to hype myself up anymore. But like the, the first few episodes, definitely without a doubt, five minutes before the show was going, I was hyping myself. I was hyping myself. I was, you know, Corona compadres, you know. Um, also, I would say, uh, in a way, there was a bit of camera shyness. Like, I think you just have to, even if, okay, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you just have to get, like, you just have to be yourself over the camera, you know. Uh, in in the times we love in the 20th century, there's a lot of bullshit out there, a lot of fakes. Everybody's just everybody's a clout or you know, everybody everybody's showing you something yeah. that's not real. And uh yeah, so for me, from day one, I said this show, everybody must be respectful, but you you that this is real shit, yeah. This we're real. We don't want that pre, you know, none of that cotton wool bullshit. We respect everyone, but this we're doing real shit. Like we, we come into you raw. That was my, that's yeah. the experience that I try to um create for the that's the, that's that's how my show needs to. That's what I that's what my show is. Um, so therefore also, I a lot of my shows improv. So like I do an hour with a with a guest. Not only a comedian. I've had people who aren't comedians. Obviously, when it's a comedian, it's easier to like you know play off them, but. Most of my show is improv. I have five questions. Every show, five dumb bullshit questions. Bullshit questions. Okay. 
and the rest is just improv and talking and i feel like after generally after like the first 20 minutes it depends on the person but like the most nervous guest i've had after 25 minutes he was calm and once everybody's chilled then everything starts it starts going you know then then it's easy to yeah. do then it's fun it's it's not it's you're not thinking about it you you forget about the viewers even and then even when you see their yeah. comments i like instagram for that regard the comments yeah yeah, uh, yeah 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 you know this feedback and then by then then you bowling you know you got your swag on doing the things man you're doing the things <laughs> you running you you running <laughs> You basically pulling a Bayern and everybody else is Chelsea and Chelsea and Barcelona. <laughs> so you have chosen death. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is not a football podcast. He knows who I support. I'm not going to get into that. Okay, I'll just. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I to cut you off. Point. I'm gonna cut you off quickly. Yeah. The only reason I, I had, I had you. You're the only person I can say it to, because Chelsea is the only yeah. club that's shitter than United at the moment. So, uh, uh, are what you doing? sure? Are you sure about that? I was gonna say Arsenal of the world, but then you guys cocked it up against Arsenal, like you're like, oh my god. Well, even so, Chelsea got to a final. Manchester United have not. In 12 I, months, how shit is it? Wait, 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 wait. In 12 wait, wait, months, wait. how shit does your club have to be not to get into any final? Three tournaments, not one final. Wait, wait, wait. Calm down, calm down. I just want to ask you something. You sound a lot like an Arsenal fan at the moment. You're saying, you, 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 you're saying the final of the FA Cup, like it's the World Cup. Okay. What's happening, man? Here's, Okay. Has Keith, okay. Has Keith um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, then then again I need to stress this. Is losing in the semi-final to the finalists any better? Arsenal are the finalists, bruh. Oh now you fucked up! Is Manchester United losing to Chelsea in the semi-final? By three goals to one, any better than being in this final itself? Um, in terms of the, no, I can't. I can't say that. I, um, Thank you. Although Thank we you. did beat three now. times. We played three times. <laughs> we played, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Let's move okay, on. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Now, everybody has, has experience. So, so, yeah. The, I want the viewers to know I'm not pulling uh, um, Storm in any way. I, I love oh, in no, the house no, of Liverpool. No, 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 I, I, I love in our house of Liverpool supporters, man. So I know how shit oh, so gets rough. pulling you. <laughs> bro, you know when United lose sometimes, I lock my door and I go to sleep, bro, because I know my sister <laughs> and my dad are coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's move along from sad memories. Um... <laughs> Everybody has experienced Mo for the last 40-odd minutes. Now, a question to you is, do you feel that you're an introvert or an extrovert? Extroverted. Um, in fact, I, I went to a psychologist once for an aptitude test. And in 20 years okay. of psychology, 
she it was the first yeah. time she saw someone get 30 out of 30 for being an extrovert like that was like so you the spider man so, of extroverts you the superhero of extroverts of. you surprise yeah. the psychologist that's been in com- that's been in well, comedy and psychology is the same thing sometimes yeah you surprise yeah. the psychologist <laughs> that's been in psychology for 10 plus years yeah. and yeah, um, you guys have found out now after 48 minutes that we are actually interviewing a superhero, not any normal human being. But then again, that's <laughs> it. He's a warlock when we started the podcast. So, <laughs> Muhammad the warlock, Latif. Oh my god, the next time I, I play an RPG, I'm definitely choosing the warlock. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, but um, to be fair to the psychologist, she 20 yeah. past year, plus years being a psychologist, she was a psychologist in Zierast. So maybe she saw like oh, 10 yeah, people yeah. in the studio. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, we yeah, have to put yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> if you're from yeah. Zierast, uh, if you're from, from Zierast, feel free to follow me at Mo, XX, X underscore Mo. No, link is in the description for my. To follow me, uh, there's Mo in it on Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to DM me. Remember me Mo. Too, guys. Use Mo. <laughs> <laughs> me too, guys. Um, you know, I'm, so I'm like, <laughs> oh no, 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 no! That he's lying. He, he's lying. I, he's lying. That's not his. That's not his. That is not his. Mo is listen, mine. Listen, listen. I am Stone, but on the weekend they call me Smirn of Ladies WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should use that. You should use that. How, could the, how, how could the school unleash a 10 year old on everybody? <laughs> Get this 10 year old on stage and see what happened. <laughs> he was already speaking about getting brownie points at 16 years old. <laughs> I fear for humanity. Once lockdown is <laughs> over, it's done. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. Where, 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 where is Tom? I got, I got, I got, I got. Oh, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, do you have a philosophy that you live by? You know that the, that keeps you motivated for anything. Philosophy. I'm actually a philosophy nut, Tom. Uh, oh, go ahead if you want to. If you want to quote. Sir Francis Drake, uh, like, by all means do it if you want to quote Sir Francis Drake, that's the best, Francis Drake, forget it. I think to remember Sir Francis Drake as a philosopher would be very disrespectful to Sir Francis Drake. I mean, Sir Francis Drake spent his whole life being a pirate, and now we're calling him a philosopher. He wants to be the best pilot, man. Well, the best pirate, pirate philosopher, like Corona Compadre's alliteration, pirate philosopher. Yeah, you know what? I never thought about it like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, in terms of my philosophy, uh, I would say first thing for me uh, with my life, I would say it's my religion, all right? I'm a Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but if we go come more to a, a general context in terms of my yeah, philosophy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I am of the belief that you get, it's almost like karma, but okay. only you must don't be... Don't expect things from the world, man. Like, yeah, 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 because yeah. then you're asking for disappointment. 
go and talk to people because most of the time you think somebody's full of shit or lastach, but it turns out yeah. he's thinking the same thing about you. You just need to break yeah, that yeah. ice, and then yeah, yeah. you you make be good friends with some, like people. You might find your wife or your husband or your best friend in some random place, all because you said hi. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, my main philosophy, to, to, without getting very philosophical in it, to sum it up nicely and sweetly, I would say that be good, man. Be a good person. And to be a good person, you just have to try. It's literally all that it takes. You don't mm. have to do it. You can, do, you can be a cunt at the same time, but as long as you are a cunt that tries, you are a Because I am. I don't try. I don't try. I'm just a cunt. <laughs> no, but that, that's my belief. I believe as long as being a good person isn't like I feel like because of movies and shit, we've we, yeah. we've made good and bad, black and white. You know, like yeah, like yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. some specific thing that's good, and then as soon as yeah. you grow up, and I'm still even not even out in the adult world yet, but getting there, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. that I continue, you'll see more of how the gray area of how like you know what I've been told this is like completely wrong, but like was it really? Yeah. You know. And this is a good thing, but like, was it really good? Did, did, uh, you know, did did he really do a good thing? Was he doing it because it's a good thing, or was he doing it because it's a good thing? To do, do you get me? Um, yeah, in yeah. terms of my favorite philosopher, since we into it, uh, Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite. Yeah. How about you, Storm? Uh, uh, are you also a a philosophy now? Uh, philosophy, um, off the top of my head, I don't really have one. I don't really have one, it's just... Stands out. It's just... It's you, spontaneous, it you, just comes up now and then, and nothing really sticks by me. Nothing has stuck by me yet. I think that's philosophy, though. I, I think that is philosophy. That, that, that in itself is philosophy. I believe stand-up comedians are philosophers. Eh? I believe every person in their own regard is a philosopher, but especially stand-up comedians. I literally like... Because what is a philosopher? It's, it's just showing you a perspective of life that he understands. And he's going Perfect. into it in explicit detail. Explicit detail. That's what a comedian is doing, man. He's taking what he's seen, what he's experienced, only the explicit he, she, anything, bird, dog, cat, anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. We think exactly. about the minions as well. You guys can talk. <laughs> See, I said you a warlock. You can speak with minions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my fourth language. Huh? <laughs> the speakable. Huh? Yeah, closest closest to a philosophy I have with is when I started this podcast because I'm all about creating the connection. That's why it's called connection. Okay, that's cool. The, the, yeah, I knew Storm guys. Just to put it for you guys, Storm didn't tell me what connections about. He's like, okay, I got this new thing. More, it's called connection. Come or swing by, would you be interested? I was like, yeah, sure. For real. I, I had no idea. He said, no, we'll just talk. I was like, okay, lovely. Now, I'm like, happy you're telling me what connection is. This is, a, 
correct me if I'm wrong, is this the second episode of Connection, right? Um, no, this is probably, let's think, 4 plus 13, 17, 18, 19. 19? 19, yeah. yeah. And how long do you do your shows for? Like, is there a specific or do you just go? Uh, just go. Uh, I've gone for about, actually, no, not 19. I just remembered one that I forgot. It's 20. Sure. 20. Cool, man. 2,000 years later. Uh, it's another week on Instagram. Whoa. What? Let everybody know what you're doing on Instagram this week. Okay, okay. Corona compadres. Storm and I have settled the fact that I am a warlock when it comes to certain aspects of life. So as a warlock, I must be constantly evolving, as you know. So uh, since the last time I was here, we've had the privilege of having our first stand-up show called Sit Down Comedy Stands Up. We had eight comedians and it was brilliant. You can uh, catch that on my page. It's going to be there till midnight tonight, and then we are going to delete it off. But you can still catch Keith Mukram's first one-man special called Keith Mukram, Relapse by Keith Mukram. Watch it. It's very funny. Keith was a bit uh, spiritual on the on the live, but uh, it's very funny, guys. Really check it out. That will be available on my page forever. And this week we got an amazing lineup on my show, Sit Down Comedy. Tonight we have, have Pius Zulu coming to the show. Tomorrow night, which is Tuesday. Hold on a second. We have Obakeng Moro. You guys know Obi. You guys are familiar with Obi. We have him on the show. It's going to be a good one. Wednesday we have the Ismail Moses from Cape Town coming on the show. And on Thursday, all the way from Germany, we have Happy Comedy. This woman is extremely funny. What She's a fantastic person. She's what an interesting individual, an amazing woman, honestly. We're going to have her on the show, and she's hilarious. And on Friday, all the way from America, we have Dana Wesson. Guys, you guys don't understand how excited I am to have Dana on the show. She's, oh my God, she, she's like... You know the, the, the craziness you get from the, that show, the TV show, Two Broke Girls? That's like Dana in a nutshell. She's just at you all the time. So, yeah, that's going to be amazing. That's Friday. Uh, I hope you guys can all tune in. Come and give me a follow on Instagram. I'll be my Corona compadres. You know I've been pushing content. Most of the time we go from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. That's our sit-down comedy show. But in between, I'm always posting videos. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Reason for you to follow this guy, because sometimes he has exclusive content that only stays around for a few days. So you need to follow him to know what the content is, because, you know, I'm not a fan of FOMO. If you know what FOMO <laughs> means, get the comments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fear, fear of mowing out. You don't want to miss out on the mow. International <laughs> this week. Yes, yes, yes. We asked them. Yes, we are, man. And also, Mo said uh, the last time he was here, um, 
I don't know what he means because I'm definitely not wearing a, a different shirt to the last 40 minutes. I'm definitely not anywhere else. And this is definitely not a week apart from the first part. So I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Indeed, you know, I'm, I'm a bit delirious. I won't lie. Anyway, but guys... I'm wearing the same t-shirt that I was wearing last week. I don't know if you like this t-shirt. Have a look. This is uh, the merch that I was promoting in 40 minutes ago in the intro. Uh, what do you think, Storm? You like it? It's like, uh, last 40 minutes might be green, but it wasn't green. It's an illusion. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think both of us we, we we had some greens before the show, so the colors of the spectrum are now you know getting entangled. Ah, <laughs> uh, I am the man with the laugh apparently as well. Um, apparently, Storm, my laugh has been compared to I think somebody has, has encapsulated my laugh very well. They've described it properly for the first time in accurate description. My laugh is like. Um, a dolphin and a hyena. It's, I call it the dolphina laugh. Because just listen. <laughs> dolphina laugh. One of the hashtags yeah, yeah, yeah. that Corona compadres hashtag king of Corona compadres and hashtag dolphina laugh. So, everybody on Spotify and YouTube, just search us that hashtag on Instagram and Twitter and you will find this podcast. So, when I used to play rugby, guys, like, I really played rugby, as I told you. Um, but I was in the first team, and I had a, a friend who, like, he was really fast. So, they used to call him Van Hunt, and they used to call me Van Gat. Uh, that's what the coach used to refer to us as. Uh, my, other, my, my coach didn't really know my name until I left the team. Like, literally, he used to call me Lazy Boy. So... Rugby trials, you, you have to go for trials, obviously, to go into the team. And my dad told me, like, yeah, you're going to be used, like, is the ball. Because in my primary school, there was no, um, there was not, not much sport, really. So, like, and there was no rugby whatsoever. So, when I got to grade 8, I went to a war school. So, now, ha, rugby is a big thing. So, I said, no, I want to go try this thing out. And as you guys can see, I'm quite thin. I mean, look at, I mean, look, I mean, I mean, come on. Come on, come on, guys. So my dad told me, are you going to go there? They're going to use you as the ball. Everybody on Spotify, look with your ears. <laughs> yes, Spotify. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a mystic. A chiriki. Literally. Literally. Honestly. <laughs> That's why nobody fucks with me. They don't fight with me. No, nothing. Because, like, you have, there's, the op- there's a chance that a mystic is going to beat you up. And even if he doesn't, what, what, are, what, what are people going to say when they see you? They're like, ha, matchstick destroyer, ha, matchstick destroyer. <laughs> but anyway, I played rugby. And by the trials, I somehow made it through the trials and I made it into the, the under-14s first team. So the first match came up and I was picked. I was, um, uh, a left, I was playing on the wing, on the left wing. I was in uh, the number 14 role. So we had our first game coming up and obviously they give you an indemnity form. And I took it home and my dad's like, no, I'm not going to sign this. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to sign this? 
I've been telling you for a, for like a month now that I'm playing rugby. You were like cool, and now you're not gonna find, sign this. He's like, no, I don't want you playing rugby. Uh, you're gonna get injured and stuff. I didn't think you were gonna make the team. I'm not signing the form. So like, I, my dad was adamant on it. So like, I made a deal with him. I was like, all right, let me play one game, and then you know, I'll leave it. I mean, rugby wasn't like something that like I loved or anything. I I just found it, I enjoyed it, I wanted to try it out. So he agreed, and then I told my coach, and my coach is like, "All right, because you like leaving, like it wouldn't be fair if I put you in, like you know, if I start you." But sure, I I, I asked him nicely. Like, said, "All right, I'll put you on. I'll put you as a substitute, and you can come with." So we went to a place called Harsvater. Um, Harsvater is like. I think it's in a... I don't even know what province Harasvater is in, bro. You go to the geography, maybe you'll know. Um, but it's like this... Oh, it's like this barren town. Oh, my God. It's just like tractors and... Yeah. But there was like this big thing happening. There was like a tournament sort of type of thing happening in Harasvater where there was like hockey, all of these things, and rugby, of course. And we versed this team. Uh, and these guys... These guys, it was... Um, generally the rugby, it's African school, so it's a lot of Africans, but this team, it was only colored guys, but like the hugest colors you've ever seen, my bro- oh my God, oh my God, I'm telling you, I got on the field and like in five minutes, uh, my, my whole squad thought I died because I got water, I got like this massive tackle, but I was cool, but like the ball flew out of my hand, that's how hard I got tackled. <laughs> and Towards the end of the game, there was, like, this huge dude. I don't know how the hell he was 14. Like, I swear, even now, grown men would, like, look at this guy and be like, no ways, no ways. I'm the smallest dude on the team. Just before the the match is about to end, and we were winning, all right, but, like, we were just just in front. And this guy goes and scores a try. And... While he's running, it's me and three other guys that are in front of me. And we're running backwards. So, like, they're closer to him. No one tackles him. Not a single man tackles him. I got to him. And I swear, Storm, I fucking hesitated. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> this guy scores the try. They all turn around. They start telling me crap. They're like, ah. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. Don't tell me nothing. You All of you were there with me. Not one of you tackled this guy. But, yeah, that was my first and last rugby game. But yeah, I still got it that I played rugby. <laughs> I wasn't half bad, to be fair. This is improving 40 minutes into the podcast that he is a warlock because he was smart enough to get out of the way of Harak playing rugby. <laughs> he let Harak score the try and warlock know <laughs> when not to fight. And he did not so, warlocks are smart, and Mo is smart. Thank you, I am smart, but uh, yeah, that actually did cause a few fights, though. Uh, <laughs> what happened on the field there, because you see, <laughs> there was this dude um, who was on the team who was with me, but because, like, I was, I was, because I'm a, I was, I'm a, I'm a very humorous individual, naturally. I mean, you have to be, to some level, a funny guy to be a comedian. You know what I'm saying? A funny guy. You have to be funny innately. And I always 
love just like joking around even at my own expense so like i was joking a lot then i was a small guy so i was making like you know jokes about me being small and this guy now he took it too far so one day in it was like the next week in school i got uh caught smoking by one of these teachers and he was like a cool teacher all right so like he didn't like tell the principal anything he just t- told me shit and like basically told me like you know i got you by your balls today you know so it so happened that after break i had to go back to his class so i'm going and this guy and me we in grade eight you know in grade eight ah people are immature as hell so it's guy boys boys especially in a war school ah the boys are immature as hell so we were we were, we were fooling around or something and like he kicked me but we playing you know we playing we joking so i told him you're puss and then like he got offended that i called him so i was like dude how can you get offended that i'm telling you you're puss after you kicking me so he now you see because i was put the small like you know these jokes about me being small he thought he was big so, <laughs> so then i told him okay fuck you you're my supposed <laughs> fuck you up <laughs> and then <laughs> i fucked him up <laughs> so <laughs> at least the, the the a good picture was painted from the whole rugby thing <laughs> That's the reason why he's a warlock. That's the reason why he's smart. Because he's mad. He's going to be in a lot of trouble. As it has been. That's true, Storm. That's true. But yeah. Storm, you, you actually... You have to come on the, on the show soon, to be fair. We have to, we have to get you on the show. In time. You're like a wizard, man, honestly. Storm is a wizard. Like, how everything you do is just like, Merlin. Oh, my God. Merlin. Ha. I want to ask you something. You know the background you got there? How, 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 how do you put that background? Because I was playing with the settings during those 40 minutes while we were talking. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't get it right. Although I am on a phone, to be fair. Well, you should know, a wizard never reveals his secrets. That's why Harry Potter had so many nerds watching his movies for so long. Because they didn't know how people did it. <laughs> What Storm is saying, his spells are like, like that. your auntie's biryani. She will not reveal that secret. It's secret. That formula stays in the kitchen, in her head. And even, you know what? I always thought, actually, Storm, I'm going to reveal some. I always thought, like, my mother and grandmother and all of their recipes are, like, this top secret, like, precise things. And sometimes I, I like going around and cooking, you know? I, I like food, you know what I mean? So I, so I wouldn't call myself a cook, but, like, I, I, go, I go check what's going on. I'll mess around and play with it. So the one day I was watching her make something, I was like, how do you make this? And then they literally told me whatever the spice I was using. She's like, no, you just just put, I'm like, how much must I put? Like one teaspoon, how, how much must I put? She said, no, no, you must just feel. You just feel. I'm like, what you mean you just feel? <laughs> how do I feel? <laughs> how do I feel how much salt I must put? 
<laughs> so I'm telling you some of these top secret recipes, now, and it's it's not as precise as you think. It's quite coincidental, in fact. <laughs> See you that secret recipe of KFC is created by woman, not this Colonel Sanders or whoever he is. Oh, but definitely, definitely. I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, come now. <laughs> Which dude's gonna try that? Honestly. He already has the chicken. You're telling me a dude's gonna go like, ah, I'm gonna go get breadcrumbs and I'm gonna dump this chicken in egg and then I'm gonna drop this in and roll. Well, if I say took, I mean steal ideas and steal inventions and say they did it first and yes thomas edison i'm talking about you yeah well, of course guys no look that we must i like history a lot guys but as a person who likes history i feel like history is an important thing to know and like in school guys like never understood it because like i took history as an extra subject just because i smart history <laughs> you know what i mean like so everybody says why the hell uh, people who don't like history generally say why do you why would you want to learn about dead people and then i always tell them the same thing you have to learn about the far the past so you can see their mistakes so that you don't make them again but when you if you really understand when you're reading history it's very apparent that everything in history is just recorded by the victor i mean whoever one wrote down what they said, do you understand what I'm saying? Like Thomas Edison, in no way in hell did he invent the fucking light bulb. He just said that he did. He wrote that he did it. I mean, that's about it. I, I don't know. What do you think, Tom? Going on a tangent about history, and we did philosophy early 30 minutes ago. And not lost. Yeah. And we did a bit about rugby. We did a bit about comedy. And this podcast is going over about 60 minutes. This is the real <laughs> 60 minutes. The real 60 this minutes. Is comedy at its finest. Because people that are on this podcast are only on the top tier. And it just happens that. We didn't only get somebody of the top tier in comedy, we got the warlock as well. <laughs> I swear, I swear, if I ever start playing Final Fantasy, I'm going to make my username the warlock. That is going to be my next username on anything, any any MMORPG that I play, the, the, the warlock. I'm waiting. Do you play, do, do you game Storm? Do, do, you, do, do you like... Uh, do you play games and stuff? Are you a gamer? Oh yeah, I've been gaming ever since like 20 days before I was born. <laughs> it's actually a good thing that you mention it because this is a little easter egg for everybody. There's something coming to the channel very soon that's linked to the background behind me. That's a game as well. It recently came out, and I will be doing a perspective piece on aspects. A game of the that game. recently came 
I'm looking at this back. Enough about that. We still speak with <laughs> Mo, the warlock. So, Final Fantasy. Of all the RPG games, you like Final Fantasy? No, uh, I've never played Final Fantasy. I, I want to try it out because it's such a legendary. That's the thing. What are you a fan by? I'm going to assume you game on PC. Legendary, but then again, in comedy, Bill Cosby is considered legendary as well. So, <laughs> different strokes. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. <laughs> definitely stuff, definitely. But I'm, I actually, so because I'm so young, I, I, I game, I'm a PlayStation gamer. Like, I didn't have a computer when I was a kid, but I had a PS2. So, naturally, I see, became I a PlayStation gamer. PlayStation gamer. Because you won't find Xbox gamers on this channel. Unless it's by accident. Yeah. So if somebody yeah, comes yeah, on yeah, here yeah, and yeah. gamer, they probably will say it after the yeah, fact. 40, 50 we don't mm. fuck with trash box. No we don't fuck with now. trash box. Oh, he's on the right side of his study. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are. I don't like trash box, really. It's literally, I'm not saying that to be funny. It literally is a trash box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with trash games the only game on xbox that i could say wow you it's better than a playstation and it's forza but that's not gonna last for long because playstation 5 are releasing like hits so even forza is gonna get like backseated now so I'm like, ah. what's your favorite game song um that's probably spoiling the spoiler that's coming to the channel uh, it's oh, a okay. game called okay. the last oh the last of us part two Are you doing a review? okay okay enough said enough said it's cool it's cool let's just cut it there um i i played the first one and I, I'm, I'm definitely going to get i'm just waiting but i'm definitely going to get the second one uh like without a doubt uh but yeah um, I won't be watching your review. I'm just telling you that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get a spoiler. But um, yeah, some asshole already did spoil it for me. But anyway, like he told me the main thing. You know what I'm talking about. Ah, let's just cut it there. Uh, but that, that's a, that just shows why PlayStation like better. Like that's one of my top fives. Uh, I'd put Horizon Zero Dawn there for graphics i have a ps4 pro so like it really i saw horizon zero dawn in all of its like greatness uh, just for graphics it has to be on there um the witcher 3 probably after i played it my favorite game the witcher 3 was so good it destroyed assassin's creed for me like i loved assassin's creed but like the witcher after playing the witcher i was like wow assassin's creed is trash and Assassin's Creed is not trash. Like, it's not trash. Brilliant game. All of them. All of them. Especially this new... I, have, I haven't seen Ragnarok. Um, I, the, what was the one with the, with the gladiators? Uh, I was saying Odyssey. Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I, I heard, was great. Um, I've played this one, Origins. It's mediocre, to be fair. But it's a good game. I haven't finished it yet. And, yeah. That's why I say it was mediocre. Like, if it was a great game, I would have finished it already. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm obsessed about it. This is a message to Sony PlayStation. Uh, sponsor us. We're promoting your stuff for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you do, do, do you uh, play Call of Duty, um, Storm? Call of Duty, not recently. Uh, I haven't really... I'm not really into it. I haven't okay, been around... Oh, I have been around people that play it. Uh, it wasn't really for me, because in my mind, I'm one of those people that goes that go against the grain. So if people like a certain thing, I'm going to like the one that's opposite to it. Okay, okay. But would you say it's also not really like your type of a game? Like it's not like a, that type of shooter because that F, it's, it's, a, it's an FPS, but it's not even, it's, it's different. Call of Duty, it's, it's different. It has its own like sort of uh, mechanics and it's not necessarily, uh, it works, I would say the best for what it's doing, like what its intended purpose. But it's not like the best mechanics for a shooter by any means. I mean, it's not that realistic. Um, I mean, it's realistic in terms of the aesthetically, but that's about it. Fighting a war. And I'm not really interested in fighting a war because I'd much rather fight zombies, especially in 2020 because we are fighting zombies right now. Yeah. Okay. 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 But... um. Uh, so I, I would you say it's not really is it, your genre is more like an RPG, like a fantasy sort of. Uh, what games do you like? What's your taste? For me, one of the biggest draws in the game is obviously graphics, sound design. Although, equally, if not more, it's story based. It's like, why am I playing this game? What am I getting to? Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, for me, Call of Duty is all about the online multiplayer. Like, if you just take the story itself, I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, but it's not, it's, not, it's not in the league. It can't be acted in the same sentence of the games that you're talking about and that, that I would rate, especially, like the RPGs, basically, because they have so much more story, so much... Um, Look, for me, I, I recently I've really uh, been drawn to, like, in these modern times with open world games. Like, I think, like, that's the future. I think, like, all games should be open world in some level of its own way. Because for me, that just makes the game. Because now, you know, you can do, you can really explore and do whatever the hell you want to. And as you mentioned about the PlayStation 5, uh, there will be a new era shall we put it as in next gen so developers can do more with the games and basically go the open world route as you are saying now yeah and for me for my opinion on the playstation 5 i'm glad i can talk about this because i have strong opinions and nowhere else can i talk about this but (laughs) as i was saying with the ps5 for me um i think it's gonna be a monument for gamers also but like i think more than it's uh a monument like a, a new world a new generation for for gamers i think it's bigger for game developers because like i think the the effects of what the new things that we are going to be able to experience as gamers are nothing compared to the new things that developers can can can, can showcase i'll make an invite to you right now we do another podcast in the future, solely okay. about gaming. Done. Done. Let's do that. Done. Done. Let's cut it there. 
That's they're, they're perfect. It's amazing. Perfect stuff. Perfect. I think, as you said earlier, we are about to start something that's going to get bigger and bigger. Because we are PlayStation guys. And we are going up against Xbox guys. And Xbox guys and girls always lose. But... The big I think box, our competition is against the PC guys. The big because box, like the PC guys are the... The big boss, to me, will be PC gamers. Because they can get a lot more out of games than PlayStation can. For now. Of course, of course, for now. For now. And for no. now, we'll leave it there. You can find yeah. Mo on Twitter. You can find Mo on Instagram. His links will be down below. And do as I do. Follow him. Thank you for joining this experience. Thank you for making the connection. Because without you, there's no storm. Mm-hmm. Right.